Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. trucks bro like i even told my wife today i said there's two types of people that own pickup trucks and obviously this is an overgeneralization so don't get too sensitive okay but um (laughs) there's people who work for a living you know they just they have a job that requires a truck okay or there's people who lift their trucks because they their penis is inverted it's not even a micro penis okay (laughs) there was this dude that came in he had this pickup truck loud as fuck I was inside a tire shop. I couldn't hear the dude talking to me when he pulled up. And he revs it before he turns it off. And he hops out that truck. And he has a gun on his waist. This is Arizona. Oh, yeah. He has a gun on his waist. He's dressed in like, he looks like a Marine. And I'm like, <laughs> and I tell the guy, and I go, hey, what you want to bet? This guy was never in the Marines. <laughs> oh, and the guy starts laughing. <laughs> he gets inside. This dude had to have been five, six. I go, it's oh, getting yeah. sadder by the minute. <laughs> He needs a rope ladder to get into he, his truck. It, it's so funny because when I'm in public, I'm 6'2", okay? I'm overweight. I don't look like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I'm a pretty big dude. I'm pretty quiet in public because I'm respectful of other people. You know, I'm not going to fucking be, hey, we're a fucking, you know, all the, no. We're not, we're not, we're not hood rats out here, okay? <laughs> this dude came in and was the loudest motherfucker I've ever heard in my life. Like, and because he was small, he was projecting. You could see him. He looked like those dudes on like Broadway when they sing and they're like trying to throw their voice out. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I just feel bad for him to be real. I hope he gets his shit together. <laughs> not No wedding ring on their finger, not a, not a shock. Oh, uh, can't, yeah. can't imagine why not. I mean, he yeah. would be like, you know. The catch like that? The gun was bigger than him. <laughs> what was it? A, I was watching a getting those tiktok videos of where couples roast each other and uh the one guy goes yeah she's lebanese she has more hair on her face than i have over my whole body uh, and then he's like and then she's like yeah i do have a lot more hair but you know one day i woke up and realized i became i was the alpha in the relationship that's right that's a good clap back right there <laughs> i was like damn <laughs> <laughs> I like when people just bam, like it's immediate. They get you back. You're like, oh shit. 
wasn't ready for all that. Oh, man. Um, all right. Well, welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks podcast, the podcast where two geeks talk about living in an adulting world and the world just needs to deal with it. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. You know, Oscar Wilde once said, women are meant to be loved, not to be understood. I was reading <laughs> Oscar Wilde quotes today, and I realized this dude's a fucking genius. Like, the turn, of, the turn of words is pretty fucking slick, and he's always talking shit. And then I remembered he's Irish, you know, let's keep it real. <laughs> just you know keep it real. I mean? Yeah, exactly. Come on. <laughs> Think about a pickup bomb. There's this book of his collected works for 20 bucks. You know, those like leather bound books. Oh, right. Or pleather. I think I'm just going to pick one up, put it on the shelf, make me look smart. You know, I was just thinking of going and just buying a whole like just a s- couple of stacks of just like leather bound books or pleather bound books and right. then just put them up and then just leave them there. <laughs> you know, I mean, I have a bookshelf. And it's full of books. But the problem is it's like Dungeons and Dragons books, Star Trek novels. (laughs) Right. You don't look cool, but you look like a dork. (laughs) There's a couple of good ones in there, you know. You're like, oh, you have uh, the Art of War, oh, Weathering Heights, oh, oh, you have um, Pride and Prejudice and um, 1985 winner for Betty Crocker competition. That's right. (laughs) The oldest book I actually own, I found it at a Goodwill. Um, it's a 1956 printing of um, Pippi Longstocking. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's falling apart, but I was like, I'm going to save this from the Goodwill. There you go. Somebody's going to get it and just draw on it yeah. or something. Oh, man. Oh, I was going to ask you, do I I know last time you said I sounded a little, or the last couple of times you said I sounded a little quieter. Does it, Do I sound better? You sound crispy, bro. Got that mixer finally. Crispy. Um, it was yeah, he only, he was on an epic quest. I feel like I feel like dude just beat fucking Skyrim kind of level <laughs> of shit to get a damn thing. It took like what almost a month to get this fucker in. It's ridiculous. Um, but uh, it t- it was like I was supposed to get this one uh, from Sweetwater, which was basically the same one that I had. And I was supposed to get it on Friday, but then somehow... Would you order from them again? Because you were all pissed off on Twitter no, about, I, I, about it being late. Well, I just said I was disappointed. I, I, I didn't come out. They actually called me um, that Sunday and said that, like, you know, if you really knew, I could see if I can expedite another one out for you. But I was just like, they're like, just stay off Twitter, please. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, no, nah, don't worry about it. I'll just, I'll wait. I mean, you send me all the free shit. <laughs> no, I was more pissed at Amazon because Amazon's the one that said, oh, Amazon's you'll get it. Plan, that's why. You know, they were like, oh, you'll get it Friday, and then like Friday afternoon, it didn't even ship yet. And it's like, oh yeah, no, we're not sure. You're gonna have to wait two more weeks. And this was this came basically about. I got it by Wednesday, I think. Yeah, I think I got it Wednesday. So it was like about you know like. A week and a half. Yeah, so it's normal for ground. Yeah. But the thing know? but the thing was is that it went from Indiana to Chicago, Illinois. I'm like, I know my geography ain't that great, <laughs> but why the fuck are we going north? Like <laughs> and then all then it made it back down from Chicago to Oklahoma and then through the southern states where it should have gone to begin with. I was like Well, I've I've also heard that um, you know, like like a lot of logistics, they're having imp- employee issues and not having they, I bet you they just didn't have a truck going that way directly so they had to put it on a truck that was going up but then and, it got delayed by weather and then it said delayed right. by weather and that always sucks when you order something from the east coast because there's a good chance something's gonna happen <laughs> right and it's gonna get delayed but uh but yeah so 
I was like, all right, so I got it and then connected and everything. And it was funny too, because it's like the same one that we I had before and I pick it up. I go, man, look at the, the silver on that looks all nice and shiny. All the, Ooh. everything's all clean and crisp. And I was like, it felt a little lighter too than the, than the old one. But I was like, so when I was testing it, um, with the mic and the gain and stuff like that, I actually, uh, never really, obviously when you're using something every week, you kind of don't realize how it sounds in the beginning but for adam's line i always i kind of had to keep turning up the game because his voice over the re- last couple of months has been getting quieter on on my recording so i plug everything in and i get this this hum I'm like why am i getting this feedback hum go, this is weird so i'm checking everything and i and i put all the knobs to the way i matched it to the way the other board was so i didn't really have to adjust and i was like oh, wait a second I put my hand to the gain and I started turning it down and then the hum went away. And I was like, holy shit, I had it turned up a lot. And then I turned it down and then when Adams came on, I was like, oh, I don't really have to change. I turned it down a little bit more and I was like, all right, cool, perfect. So I was just like, oh, damn, it's six years. I think I guess got beat up. But uh, the only issue I had was the reason I, I also got uh, the Kraken Ultimate uh, Razor headset. Mm-hmm. Fucking dude. That thing fits well over my ears. Like I don't get any pressure from my glasses because that's the mm-hmm. one thing that I had with the other ones, which were cool and all. But and then it's got the extendable mic and all that stuff. And so I got a USB one. And the reason why I ended up getting the USB one is because I have that expl- that uh, jack from the sound card that I use for both my headphones and the uh, to feed in for the for the the show. And I was just tired of you know switching it in and out so i go well if i just keep this plugged in here and then just us the use the usb one for here i never have to change it out anymore right so i go ahead and i go oh i better test skype before i start talking with adam and everything was coming in clear and all this stuff so i go and then i don't hear anything from skype but i hear it coming out of the headphones uh the the razor headphones i was like shit so I go into the settings and I look and I go, oh, okay. I just had to switch the output. So I go, okay, that's something I'm going to have to do from here on out is to go <laughs> and switch the uh, switch where the audio is coming from. Right. Yeah, I have to do it all the time too. Yeah. I like the, since they all, you know, since the, since I have the whole Razor set up now, that sync in color is pretty fucking slick. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Razor. They pretty much all the brands do. If it's if you have this, the same shit, they'll sync up. Although my Logitech shit has been not doing that very well, but you know whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been I've been actually thinking about getting a new keyboard and mouse because Logitech lately, I'm replacing shit more than I'm buying shit. Well, that was yeah, that was like my other one. I had Logitech stuff and it just seemed to be more glitchy. It yeah. didn't really seem to be working well, so I ended up. That's when I bought the 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 Razer keyboard and mouse. I, I bought a Razer keyboard and mouse too. You might remember Steve. Mm-hmm. I bought, um, but I tried to do the ten keyless one. Oh right. And I couldn't do it. It was it was driving me fucking crazy. So I traded back with my son, who I'd give my original set to my Logitech set, mm-hmm. and um, I gave him the Razer stuff, and um, he's happy. <laughs> uh, but for me, it sucked because I'm always doing like bills and shit, and it's like fuck, I'm sitting here chicken pecking at the numbers. Yeah, I know. you don't use them all the time, you know. Right. The ten key, I can fly with it, so now I have that back. But I, I think I'm, I've been looking at Steel Series. I'm, I've been kind of impressed with their stuff. They have a mechanical keyboard that you can adjust the key. You can adjust the individual keys. 
All right. And I'm like, that's kind of cool, but would I use that? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I got the. I ended up looking for the backlit keyboard because, you know, I don't have the greatest lighting in my house, and so my the corner of my the, the corner where I have my desk kind of gets dark, and it's nice to actually be able to see the fucking keys. Um, but then I figured, well, if I'm going to do that, I might as well get a you know. And I looked, and I was like, well, if I get Razer, I might as well match them. So when I was looking for the um, USB headphones yesterday, I was looking around, and I go. Well, I might as well get match the shit all up, you know, get everything that's all the same. Right. And um, so the uh, I had a uh, I had a fifty dollar gift card from work um, that we got for like a uh, little bit of like Christmas rewards because we you know having whatever sales or whatever. So I had a fifty dollar one, and I was like going, oh, so I'm looking around, and I was. And then I go, oh, well, if I get this, if I get this, uh, if I get the Kraken, I can go ahead and uh, um, only pay like 20 some odd bucks. So I ended up paying 22 bucks for the, uh, for the headphones, which would have cost it. I think it was like the regular price was 72. Nice. So I was like, going, yeah, we'll do that. But dude, those things, the cans fit well over my ears. The big problem that I always have is like, you know, if the... They suction the ones that suction cup to your ears and they press against your glasses. Yeah, yeah. So your ears start to. That's usually with the ones that I use for the podcast are the ones that that kind of do that to me. But the other ones I used for general use were a little. Um, I always ended up having a little more pain if I was wearing them for a while. But damn, these cans are nice. And then the, ex- been, the extendable mic. That's kind of nice. I've been using a HyperX headset for over ten years because I had a wired headset for like fucking nine years dude Jesus. that thing was the mic broke i think six years in <laughs> but that fucking that shit was a champ and then um i replaced it with the wireless version of the same headset mm. um but it's the cheapest wireless one this is something steve and i were talking about where if when you get the wireless you're gonna pay for a decent wireless set you're gonna pay about 100 bucks yeah um, but that has nothing to do with the sound quality. Yeah. Um, because gaming headsets kind of blow when it comes to sound quality, um, compared to like a nice set of Sony sets, something like that. So I think I'm going to get, I'm going to switch to like wireless headphones cause I have a microphone, mm. you know, and then I, I don't need the headset. I use it some to the only reason I use the headset microphone is when I'm on discord with my friends and like I go in the kitchen. Oh, right. Yeah. But I mean, they can fucking wait. <laughs> you know, it's not that big of a deal. So yeah, I'm thinking about um, upgrading my shit and getting some fucking something classy so I can hear the fidelity. Yeah. Cause I like these microphones cause they gave you the option of uh spatial. And then, you know, if you get it into the, if you plug it into the, um, if you have a USB connection on your sound card, you can get like THX. Yeah. Um, but I activated the uh, the spatial one, and oh my god, that surround sound thing was kind of nice. I was watching video, the ones that had that, um, the videos that I have on my computer, and I was listening, I was hearing the sound kind of going, like the helicopters going behind me and shit. This shit's uh, clean. I was like, oh, I'm jerking off to this now. <laughs> never never in his living room now he just watches everything um in his room <laughs> exactly i just hooked the big tv up as my monitor now so i just watch nice. everything <laughs> um but yeah so yeah i wanted a de- uh, i wanted a decent pair of headphones i have um when i was using the my brother's laptop that had bluetooth connectivity i mean my computer's still old so i don't have bluetooth connection but that was the thing is like i thought i, I thought about wireless but i'm like 
yeah, but I'm going to pay more no matter what. And at least, you know, if a more expensive wired one is, you know, you know, will at least give me something better. You know? Well, I've, and, and I, I was telling you, I think that at first, I, a long time ago, I used to think that people were weird. And I still do. And people spend like fucking thousands of dollars on just their their desk space or whatever. But you should invest a little bit of money. If you're spending a lot of time there, you should at least be comfortable there. Right. You know, and like like with me, my microphone, I can swing it out of the way. My keyboard and my mouse look nice. Like it, just whatever is aesthetically pleasing to you. Like I don't know how people have so many lights on their computer. Like I have, I have a little bit. Like my my because my computer's on my desk. I can see into it. Um, it's right next to the monitor, and it's it has a like green lights inside, but it's not all fucking flashy rainbow colors. I don't know how anyone gets anything done. <laughs> like it's too much. But um, but yeah, you should definitely spend a little bit. Of, the best the best thing to spend money on that a lot of people skip is the chair yeah they always or people get the goofy ass fucking gaming chairs that aren't even that comfortable they just look cool and it's like don't get those okay get an office (laughs) chair a nice office chair spend a couple hundred invest in yourself okay yeah i'm gonna need to get you remember that chair that i got from uh amazon when you were here Mm -hmm. yeah it already sinks now wonderful yeah i was like jesus the best so check it out this is the hack right Herman Miller makes the best office chairs money can buy. A Herman Miller chair new is like 500, 600 bucks too much. If you go to Craigslist, there's wholesalers. So what they do is when an office building shuts down, right, Mm -hmm. they will buy all those chairs at a dumb cheap price because they're buying them all at the same time. And then they'll sell them on Craigslist. And you can get like a Herman Miller we're talking not even a six hundred dollar chair, bro. I'm talking a thousand dollar fucking chair. And I sat on one of these chairs at Chase. You mm-hmm. could sit on this chair forever, and you'll be perfectly fine. And you can get it for like two fifty. Oh wow! You know, you just kind of, kind of hunt around, you know, stuff like that. But um, yeah, that's yeah, that's I, the. I, move. I see them right here, like like seventeen hundred bucks, a thousand bucks. Yeah, I missed you with that Craigslist. The move, okay. That's probably what I'm going to do next, to be honest. Yeah, I need to get a chair. I just need to, you know, sum up the courage to spend that kind of money on it. <laughs> yeah, they have a Herman Miller 450 for this chair, but this chair is like 1700 And this is the perfect chair. It's literally, in my mind, it's the, oh, there's one for 275 same fucking chair. <laughs> you know, so... That's what I need to do pretty soon. I'll probably do that. Um, well, I was thinking about doing it on tax return, but you know, taxes aren't looking too good this year, so uh, <laughs> probably not do that. Um, but yeah, definitely, you know, and I tell everybody here: invest in your in your comfort first, and then aesthetics. Don't RGB everything and then sit on a milk crate. Dude, at work yesterday, we had this uh, this guy was pushing his kid through on his stroller. Mm-hmm. Kid was sitting like a G in the stroller. He had his feet up on the little, uh, the little, you know, the little area where they usually they have like yeah, yeah. the crumbs or whatever on. He had his feet up on that. He was chilling, laying back, kind of sideways, kind of pimp wise, snacking on a cracker. Me and the this other guy looking, we're like going, dude, that kid is like living the life. Look at it. He's like, he goes, yeah, ready to go. I go, I'm gonna be doing that when I get home. I'll be sitting like that on my computer chair with my feet up, eating crackers and shit. 
Oh man, but that that's what I want. That's the end game there. <laughs> that's the and he's already there. Yeah, and he's there already. And he gets pushed around <laughs> everywhere he goes. It's like fuck the bullshit, <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, did you ever see the uh Super Bowl halftime show? Of course I did. Of course you did. Yeah. Oh man. Dude, that sh- um that was so funny like that that TikTok that I sent you to everybody in LA when they first hear the uh, they first hear the opening uh, beats of Dre Day. They come yeah. down and they start pimp, uh, uh, crip uh, dancing. I'll say that this was the best, in my opinion, this was the best halftime show since Prince. This Prince was like 2016, wasn't he? I think so. That Prince show got me lit up. But I love Prince. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's hard um, not to, you know? It's I mean, like, come on. Um, and he did that shit in the rain. It yeah. was raining. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? They don't make them like they used to. That's I, all I'm saying. I heard that. Um, um, I heard that Snoop was uh was smoking uh smoking a joint just before he went up on stage. Oh, you already know. Come on. I was like, and then, and then fucking um, Fifty Cent's ass hanging upside down. This motherfucker. <laughs> fucking like Batman and shit, you know? Because <laughs> that's how he looked in the music video for that yeah. song. And um, people kept calling him like a dollar because he got because yeah. he like gained a lot of weight but motherfucker well, he, he didn't gain weight he well he gained weight but he's bigger like yeah. even in the gym you know dude but um, it, it was funny because somebody said like hey next time you uh you uh talk shit about 50 cent look and somebody had a video of him pulling himself up on there he didn't have anybody helping him you just see him kind of do a full yeah. pull Keep up running that mouth you know and then put his legs on. i was like shit <laughs> shit fucker still didn't um, have no neck <laughs> really great really great show um and you had you had some people that were trying to talk some shit, but obviously not hip hop fans. But, yeah. um, you know, I was a little disappointed about Kendrick Lamar because I was really hoping he was gonna sing, "Bitch, don't kill my vibe." Bitch, don't, Bitch, kill, don't my kill my vibe. My vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually I like Kendrick Lamar. I'm not the biggest fan of Ken. I think I liked his first album, and then he I, I kind of wasn't vibing with it anymore. Um, but I still, he's still incredibly talented. He's not bad. Though that performance um, was cool. Like, I, I the like, performance was awesome. But I was, it was weird to see him there because he didn't fit <laughs> with the old school the like era. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, okay. I mean, that's cool. You know, something for the younger crowd, I guess. Yeah. Um, but oh, man, come but, on, dude. But, but then, uh, and fucking, oh my god, Mary J. Blige, yeah. fucking killed it, dude. Oh, Mary J. Blige, I haven't seen her in a minute. I know, it's just like... Her mic was a little... It wasn't her, but her mic was a little low in the beginning. Yeah. It was kind of annoying me. I'm like, you don't... You triple check that mic. If you put Mary J. Blige, just stop it. You know? And then, of course, Eminem popping out. Eminem, mm-hmm. yeah. Saw him take that knee. That was yeah. cool. Um, People were talking shit about that. I think, what was it? Um, Rudy Giuliani? I thought yeah. he was in prison. I didn't fucking... <laughs> I, um, he said, if you want to take a knee, like leave the country or something, can you shut the fuck up? Well, somebody brought up a good point. They go, for the, so people got mad at Colin Kaepernick because he took a knee during the national anthem. Eminem took a knee not during the national anthem. So basically, it wasn't about the national anthem at all. And I was like, no, it wasn't. That's really no. what it was. It was so funny, too, because um, people were tripping. Like, he went behind the NFL's bat. NFL knew exactly that he was going to do that. Yeah. And it's, it's like you make up stories in your head. Because you're addicted to being outraged. I've I've been saying this for fucking years at this point. Yeah, because they said he didn't. Uh, that supposedly he didn't. Um, the NFL didn't know he was going to take a knee, and that um, Dre was supposed to take out the line where he said he's still not. Um, 
uh, he's still not friends with the police or something like that. And I was like, no, that line came out per- perfectly clear. Yep. And then That's later they were saying, like, no, the NFL knew. You know, I was like, well, yeah, the NFL knew because they didn't want to get their asses kicked. <laughs> For real, you about to get jumped. <laughs> then there was some people talking saying that it was um, overly sexualized, I guess, because the girls were in booty shorts. I said, listen, I, I don't care where you come from. I don't, I don't care who you rocking with. If you're a heterosexual man and you ain't fucking with booty shorts, I don't trust you. <laughs> I just don't, unless they're on your daughter. I get it, you know, but. I just if you we're watching TV and we're sitting next if I'm sitting next to somebody it's like ugh isn't that gross I'd be like what it's like all these girls are they're half their ashes fall I'm like get the fuck out of my house leave I don't trust I can't how can you trust a man like that oh man it was but what's what's funny though is like people you know people talking shit I'm like this was an L A halftime show this show was about L A very L A yeah it was super L A I mean fuck they did it on a Except on for fifty. But yeah. 50s allowed to be anywhere he likes. <laughs> exactly. Okay? And the the thing was, I love the fact that they had it on top of a map of Compton. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was like, this is It was really cool, this man. Is LA. I, I thought it was a big time respect to the hometown, which is something you love to see. Um, and it was a more... It's nice to sit... Like, I like pop music. Everybody likes pop music. But it's nice to see, like something else happening it's nice to it's nice to see the ethnicity that most of the players are on stage you know i mean they've done they've done non-caucasian acts before usually they're part of it unless they're a headliner like prince but this was like you know eminem was was the one that was to to kind of set it straight last year it was the weekend um who i like I do like the. I weekend. liked the I mean, their show was the show was weird, yeah. but I he paid for most of that himself. <laughs> um, and then before, somebody goes, "I hope the weekend found what they were looking for in that maze." <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> before that, wasn't it um, Shakira and Oh J Lo? Uh, J Lo. Shit, when was the last time a white person fucking played? Mm, oh, Shit. it was that that one year that they had. Um, Oh God! They had uh, yeah, Fleetwood Bru- Mac on there. Or what? No, no, Bruno. Um, Bruno Mars was on there, and then they had the dude from Coldplay. They had Coldplay on there, and well, Bruno uh, Mars is everybody. But the funny thing was, is I think it was a majority of like R and B artists, and then they had like uh, the the lead singer of Coldplay, and they go, he looks like that one guy that's trying to get in the picture that everybody you know? yeah, for real. <laughs> you know, well, here yeah. we go. So let's go crazy. Let's go. Uh, oh, Prince was 2007. I thought that was a lot. Um, there, 2020 was Jennifer Lopez. New Kids on the Block in 1991. These are all out of order, obviously. Um, <laughs> Either that or someone doesn't know yeah. how to count. <laughs> Maroon Maroon Five with guests Travis Scott and Big Boy on 2019. So that was the that was the last time a Caucasian. I, I don't <laughs> even know why we're having this fucking discussion. Um, played in the NFL halftime show. Um, I don't care as long as they're entertaining. Fucking purple. I don't give a fuck. Um, but but I think great. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish. No, I was just last thing I was gonna say. Is just, it was just great. It was really good. Yeah, it was. Uh, a, it was my great wife, one. even my wife, dude. We were watching. My wife was singing along. She was in it. She was like, remember that song? Remember when this was the shit? (laughs) My wife never gives a fuck about anything. Okay? 
Like she was, she was feeling a little younger that day. Like it was, it was cool. And I was in there fucking, you know, I knew all the jams, bro. (laughs) I was fucking getting into it and shit. Dude, I was watching, I was, uh, as I was kind of watching the game, but like I said, you know, I kind of really didn't, I didn't really give a shit about anything really this last couple of weeks. And, um, so I was just kind of like, whatever. And then, um, all of a sudden they come up and all of a sudden, like once the music started, I was like, oh shit. Like I was sitting there at a, and then fucking, um. Uh, they where they were doing that, and then California Love and all that shit. I was just mm-hmm. like, going, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, they went hard. Yeah, like I was like, I was, I was, I was into it. I was like, "All right." And then after that, I was like, "Okay, now I'm done." And my <laughs> wife was like, "Who's your Who's your favorite there?" And I said, "Out of all of them, probably Snoop. Out of all that are there." And she goes, "Really, my favorite's Eminem." And I go, "It's because you like them white boys." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, she loves Eminem. Um, I saw this video of Eminem after the halftime show, I think, and he met Al Michaels, one of the, he's like, for those of you not into sports, he's like a long time sports commentator, mostly NFL. And he's like the goat of NFL sports commentators and fucking Eminem fucking was fanboying out on him. He was, oh, I saw that. I just yeah. didn't know who the dude was. I yeah. did see that because he, he called... Eminem the goat or something like that and Eminem immediately dismissed no 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 you're the goat yeah. like, he's like, he over there say like yeah you know what I used to watch this as a kid and he was like it was always you and I was like I was like oh shit I go there you go that's cool so, yeah Eminem's a huge um sports guy yeah. I think he watches multiple sports um I remember an interview where he was talking about it but yeah my my wife my wife um she goes she goes Eminem should have had more songs because he had the same amount of time as everybody else. Yeah. You only have so many minutes. Right. And she's like, yeah, but he was important. I'm like, the other ones are too. (laughs) If there was no Dre, there would be none of them. Jesus, get a (laughs) towel and wipe it up. Like, calm down. If there was no Dr. Dre, there would be no Snoop. That's right. That's the real star of the show. Let's keep it 100. I'm surprised he even went out after he recently had that aneurysm. Yeah. He's out there rocking the show. So, dude, big ups to him. I was, I, I actually kind of like laughed when I heard that fucking Snoop owns Death Row now. Yeah. I was I was like going, fuck yeah, dude. Like that's that's I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that is true. I just put it together in my head. <laughs> um good. I know, I was like, oh damn, that's like full circle right there, you know. Yeah. Get it his start on Death Row and then now owns it owns it. Well, I mean, the pre, the the owner in the '90s has been. Isn't he still in prison? Yeah, he's still in jail. Yeah, so I mean, he's not using it. <laughs> oh man, he's from Bompton, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and you in prison, motherfucker. <laughs> oh man, if, if you if you ever get out, I'm, I was just kidding. <laughs> right, I'm down. shows up at your fucking door with oh, this thing. <laughs> you don't even see him first. You just see that big puff from that cigarette, you know, for it's real, like, <laughs> and a shadow. Right. <laughs> like, oh god. Huge, he was, yeah, I know. I still remember that that famous where he was on. If you want to, if you want to get with people who ain't gonna be all up in the videos, videos. it's like damn, <laughs> like <laughs> fucking fully dissing Diddy, dude. <laughs> I was fucking tired when I was a kid and saw that. I said, "Small fucking talking shit." <laughs> I remember back in that where we were all in on that West Coast East Coast shit. Like oh, it was yeah. so interesting, <laughs> and then people started dying, and everyone was like. 
Oh right, they're gang members. <laughs> right. Oh, this is it's real. This isn't Oops. this isn't yeah. WWE. This is real shit. Like Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I forgot these motherfuckers was about that life. I still remember the way he said it too. Not up in the video. And it because he was he, so Suge Knight has a way had always had a very forceful way of speaking. You know. But he was like, and if you want to work with people who ain't all up in the video, like <laughs> Instantly changes to I'm gonna mock Puff Daddy. That's what he was doing. On, and honestly, he, he was, was right. right. Oh yeah, I mean there was P Diddy, Puff Daddy, the Puff Meister over there. <laughs> every, I don't know. He's background. He don't do much of nothing. Yeah, he's in everyone's fucking video. The, the only the only Diddy that I liked wasn't even Diddy. It was when Dave Chappelle did Diddy in that um, sketch sketch for <laughs> yeah. making the band. <laughs> well, um, well, a lot of people don't realize is. Diddy was the '90s Flavor Flav. Yeah, he just hype. He was just a hype man, and and the producer. But you know, and the producer. Yeah, he did background stuff. I'm yeah. not saying the guy was useless, but he for when it comes to music making, I mean, then he kind of he had a few songs that were big, but I honestly think they wouldn't have been big if he wasn't associated with Biggie. Let's keep it yeah. real. And he was singing about Biggie being dead, so you know that song was too soon when it came out to be <laughs> when I was a kid, bro. Yeah. You know how it is when you're like a preteen? Right. I was all, every breath you take. <laughs> <laughs> all fucking sad. It was so, it was, per, it was perfectly done on the show, um, Fresh Off the Boat, where the kid is super into hip hop and Biggie dies because they got to that point in the 90s in the show. Oh, right. And the whole episode, he's just like, he can't. He just can't. He's so <laughs> fucking upset. <laughs> and people are like, people are like, just take your time. We're here for you. You know, it's like you don't know this motherfucker. Well, it's the same thing. Like when people acted when Kurt Cobain died. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And you know, you kind of get it because people they fall in love with the artistry, and unfortunately, it's exactly what they said in that song: culture, personality. Right. You know, you you're you're not. People will fall in love with. The personality they don't know the person right but the more they listen they think they know the person they get this like artificial connection to them well it's funny because like i was think every time i think of a biggie and a tupac i always think of that uh chris rock bit where he's every like tupac got assassinated biggie got assassinated no them guys got shot <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, for real, keep it real <laughs> oh and, man and tupac listen i know this is fucked up but at the height i was there Steve was there. Yeah. Okay. At the height of the East Coast, West Coast shit, if there was anyone who was asking for it more, <laughs> it was Tupac. Tupac yeah. talked so much shit, dude. <laughs> like he was heavy, just mm -hmm. like what was that one song? It's a diss track to Biggie. It starts with the first thing is that's why I fucked your bitch. Yeah. You fat motherfucker, bro. <laughs> I would have shot you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's disrespectful, bro. Dude, there's a, um, there was a, if you guys listen to, uh, well, obviously, if you listen to this podcast, you probably listen to others. Their slate has one called, um, oh, shit. What is it? Oh, uh, um, oh, fuck. I can't remember what it's, uh, but it's it's produced by Slate, and what they do is is every year they go ahead and they talk about um, um, uh, they take different topics and um, discuss them over a course of a, a season. This is slow burn. That's it, slow burn. 
and they discuss it over the course of like six, seven or eight episodes. They one of the seasons they actually did regarding Tupac and Biggie. And they were talking, like they went into the music. And the cool thing about it is they played a lot of the music. I was really surprised they got the rights to play a lot of that music. And um, yeah, and they were talking about fucking Tupac just sitting there. And like the first thing he does is he talks about having an affair with Faith Evans, who denies that they had an affair, you know, but, you know, but still did this. And then he was talking shit. And then they were going back and forth with each other. It was like, you're just kind of like, at the same time, you're kind of like, it just seems so petty, dude. Like, you know. I almost got into a fight with someone over Biggie and Faith Evans' relationship. That's how serious this shit was in the <laughs> 90s. I wasn't the aggressor, but it was at, it was at that height when he, when Tupac was talking about fucking Faith Evans. And we were all at school, and it's middle school, I think, and we were talking about the whole situation, you know, because it's in the news and we're talking about it. And this one dude who's a huge Biggie fan, like, and I was too, but he was like, he was a stand before that word was a thing. <laughs> and um, he's like, it's fucked up because um, if Faith Evans did, he was actually against Faith Evans because he believed Faith Evans did that. I said, I can't believe she would do that to my man Biggie. She's a fucking hoe. And I go, bro, it's been documented that Biggie cheats on her like once a week. Like he's just fucking groupies all the time and she just deals with it like a fucking princess in some royal court. Like there's just nothing she can do about it. And he goes, nah, Biggie's fucking more noble than I'm like, noble? Who fucking sold crack? <laughs> what are you talking about? Noble. I said, listen, I'm a Biggie fan too, okay? But it, you're trying to act like he's fucking like Mother Teresa out here. Like, come on. <laughs> This one fucking wanted to swing hands on me. I said, bro, I'm not fighting you <laughs> over Biggie Smalls's relationship with his wife. I'm not. I can't do that. This is middle school, and I'm saying I can't. It's just, come on. Oh, shit. It was serious. Oh, man. And then once they died, everyone was like, maybe we should chill, dial it down. <laughs> I feel like that was um, so England when. Um, that's kind of when, that's when kind of hip hop changed. Yeah, when Princess Di died, um, it's kind of hard to say. Princess Di died. Um, England had a wake up call. Like, oh shit! Like, we're yeah. a little too into these celebrities, right? Yeah. I think that was our wake up call. Like, oh, <laughs> we're <Yeah>. a little, <laughs> we're following the shit a little too close. Exactly. Oh but, yeah. man, but um, I wanted to touch on that uh, the Peacemaker finale. Yes. Um. By the time this comes out, it's been out for, it'll have been out for like, I think two weeks. So I think we're okay with spoilers. Um, I said, and I, I never, I didn't know if you agreed with me or not, but um, those cameos near the end, may, to me, was this, had the same impact as Riker showing up at the end of the first season oh, of, yeah, um, of, of Lower Decks. I thought it made the whole season kind of worth it there. It, it, it would have been worth it regardless for me. But it definitely I feel like it just gave it weight because it connected it to something because I know DC is trying to get their shit together now <laughs> um, because they they've kind of cut some things and they're they're condensing. That's all supposed to go around Flash. Right. Um, they're trying to do the Flashpoint thing, which is perfect. I've been saying that since the beginning. I was like, hey, fuck all this up. All they got to do is do Flashpoint. And they literally can reset everything. Right. 
you know, so they have an out and I think they're going to start doing that. But having them in there was a very almost Marvel thing to do. Yeah. You know, it was very like, let's connect these things together. And I was like, well, good. From, thank you. From what I heard, Marvel actually let him use this, their studios to film those cameos because he was already work. Um, by the time the, the, they were, they were already starting work on, um, Oh, that's cool. On, uh, guardians of the galaxy three. So Marvel said, yeah, if you want, you can use the studio and to film those things. Cause they were green screen. I mean, you didn't really need to do much. And also to any real fan knows Marvel and DC do not have, <laughs> they don't hate each other. It's They're, the fan base that hates each other. Now, Disney and Warner Brothers might not like each other that much. Right. That's a different thing. That's a business thing. But it's the fan base that gets a little too hype about it. I mean, they 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 have a friendly rivalry, but they're not. Come on. <laughs> and I think um uh Gunn really showed that he can he can really pull some shit together. Like I I was so impressed by what I saw, you know, and he's he's quickly becoming that saving things that you don't think will work right you know because i liked peacemaker and i like um cena you know in the movie that's right. like, pretty he was pretty cool he was good in the movie but i didn't th when they said they were coming out with a show i'm like is that gonna work yeah i kind of was it kind of was like i don't know i i kind of was like okay i was really kind of dismissive of it but hearing everybody because i came into it right around what episode five and everybody was everybody was saying, "Oh, it's a great show! It's so great!" And I was list, I was only I was watching some of the clips, and then I was seeing how John Cena was. I was like, oh, "Okay, maybe now I'll watch this." And uh, and it wasn't it wasn't just like the comedy was was great, but it wasn't just the comedy. Like the the, the dark turns it took the the dark turns it took the the relationship with his father. It was really good. Yeah. Like it was just really well done. And I and also James Gunn. Um, the soundtrack. Come on, dude. the soundtrack is perfect, <laughs> oh, yeah. especially for that particular character. You know who seems to be stuck in the eighties anyway, <laughs> right? The eighties rock. You know, so it was, and, and there's never not a time, a good time to rock. Okay, right. <laughs> right. yeah, very, very good show. Definitely not something to sit down and watch with the kids. You know, but definitely um, not. Yeah, I like that DC is embracing that darker side of their um or more adult side of their of their stuff because I think that's how DC can and I'm not saying DC has to be completely different from Marvel. Marvel found the formula for comic book movies on TV. Okay, the basic framework or on the big screen. They found that the basic framework and we can build off of that. You don't have to be and Warner Brothers is trying to be the anti-Marvel in the beginning. So they failed. Because Marvel already gave everyone the blueprint, so now if you make something that doesn't fit that blueprint at all, people are going to be like, what the fuck is this? Or people yeah. are going to look and go, you're trying too hard. You're trying too hard, exactly. Yeah. So I think this is how, because if you look at Peacemaker, it's it's structured very much like Marvel would do it. However, it has that that DC grit to it too, I think. yeah, It has that kind of, Not, I'm not saying that, Marvel doesn't get dark sometimes, but it's DC sometimes is not clean in their delivery. Like it's, it's raw. It's very much like their comics. <laughs> their com yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, it, that is what I was there for. And Doom Patrol did the same thing. Although I hear, I haven't he seen the latest season. I've been hearing the latest seasons kind of, kind of fallen off a little bit, but, um, the first season, second season were great, you know, and it's, uh, I'm liking what they're doing with the shows and 
Even the Harley Quinn animated show was fucking great. With what's her name? Kelly Kuoko. <laughs> I mean, so. the, you know, okay. At this point, if you haven't watched it, the cameos were a fucking huge surprise. Like I didn't like, you know, it's like, <laughs> what was, what was, uh, Waller's daughter go get get the Justice League in here or something. It's just like yeah. take care of this shit. And uh and then John Cena using <laughs> Waller's daughter to fucking take out the cow. <laughs> it's honestly it's ob- it's honestly not surprising that Waller wouldn't call the Justice League. Waller hates the Justice League. Yeah. She doesn't like any of them. The whole was, the whole point of Suicide Squad was anti Justice League. Yeah. You know, it's supposed to be if the Justice League ever needs to be taken down kind of thing. And I, I one of my favorite things in this entire show is uh, Waller got the wind taken out of her sails a little bit. And yeah. I like that character, but she's not a good guy. No. She's that, like, she kind of is the good guy sometimes. I It's worse than an antihero, but not the villain. Right. Because somewhere in between there. <laughs> I like that. Um, She's on the couch. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what movie it was. Or it might have been one of the animated flicks. But Batman went to see her. And um, she she was acting all high and mighty like she always does. And he fucking checked the shit out of her. And I <laughs> loved it. Um, But yeah, so. What was it? The end of the first, the end of the first Suicide Squad movie? How are you still alive? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I totally love that series. That whole speech that Die Beard gave. That was heartbreaking. That was like, oh my God. It was heartbreaking. <laughs> like, I was like, God, he literally had to come to terms with his faults <laughs> so he wouldn't die. Like, right. I was like, oh shit. And he had to do it with everyone listening. listening. And everybody. And it was better because no one said anything. Yeah, everybody kind of was like, oh shit. Even they fucking. Just left it alone. Even Peacemaker was like, fuck yeah i just felt bad <laughs> and then um, and my favorite my favorite was you got to stay here because you're our last hope and then diaper's like the fuck am i <laughs> <laughs> it was great and dude. he was the hope he was the last one because he gave the gun to a uh, fucking uh uh waller's daughter and she started shooting everybody and he breaks his fucking leg while t- <laughs> climbing over the fence it's like and i kind i kind of dug the ending was a little gray too yeah when you find out I agree with Peacemaker 100%. However, what the – and I won't spoil it, but what the bad bad guy says as to the reason as to what they're doing was true. But I didn't agree with what they wanted to do to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I which mean? Is what, so, which was what the whole thing was. It's like, yeah, you're supposed to – like they're here to prevent that. But at the same time, it's like well, we have to make our own decisions, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, but definitely if if you guys haven't seen it, watch it. Do not let this one slide this, by because it's so good. Such a great series. Already man. signed on for a second season. So says yeah. Steve. <laughs> um, yeah, saw that. Um, it was Steve funny. made a couple calls. Got that. <laughs> well, you know, you know, had to had to just had to you know bop some heads over there you and just be like, the, you gotta grease the wheels. Exactly. Sometimes, you it's know? like if I'm going to invest myself in the final episode of the season, I need to know I'm investing it for a reason. Absolutely. Because that's one of the things that, that bothers me about some shows. It's like, you go, well, I'll wait to like binge them. And then like, oh, they got can't, they're not coming back for season. Then you're kind of like, well, why am I even going to watch the first one? It's like, I'm not going to. My thing with that is if I know they ended it story wise, I'll watch it. But if it just got canceled, 
Right. And there's loose ends. I'm not even going to fucking bother because yeah. it's just going to bug me. Yeah. You know, but I, I do hope DC um, has some more TV shows planned because um, they seem to be doing very well with the TV shows. Even the campy ones have been doing well. Like the um, I hear that Batman or I'm sorry, the Superman one has been doing well. Oh, with, Superman and Lois. Yeah. yeah a lot of a lot of people are saying that they got Superman right in this one. Right. That I haven't he, watched it yet. Yeah. And and I, I don't mean campy in a bad way, but definitely, you know, it's a CW show. You know right. what I mean? It's not as gritty or anything. It's a it's a more for broad broadcast television. But it's also Superman. I mean, you can't It's also Superman, right? You can't get you, we can't get Man of Steel dark cuz it doesn't Even in fucking that was one thing I loved about Snyder's the recut. The Snyder version of his movie, <laughs> not the one that that weird creepy dude recut. Um <laughs> it was dark there was dark shit going on but anytime superman came on screen it was like a ray of light yeah which is always like that in the comic book if things will be fucking people will be getting their arms ripped off in the comic mm-hmm. like it's just shit's grim you see batman's fucking tossing and breaking bones mm-hmm. and then superman shows up it's like the, the fucking clouds parted <laughs> you know <laughs> it's it's fucking great and they did that in in there and it was cool i we could talk for days about that fucking Snyder cut how great it was i've watched that twice by the way oh really mm-hmm. yeah i really really liked it i watched it the one time I really liked it, but I have had the urge to watch it again. Yeah. Um, and I like, I like it because both times I watched it, I didn't watch it in one sitting. Yeah. But the, he broke it into segments. You yeah. Know, very distinct segments. I'd watch one when it came to another, I'd pause it. I'd go do something else. Or I think it took me two or three days each time. Mm. But I third, it's like, it's like a play. It's like a yeah. fucking event. Well, I was thinking you that I, I may watch the Snyder trilogy. I guess you say, you know, man of steel, BVS, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll watch the BVS, the director's cut, not the uh, the. the I actually one. haven't seen the director's cut of BVS. It makes it's funny because like BVS was two and a half hours, and it was a long two and a half hours. The Snyder's cut, the director's cut of that was three hours, and it moved at a good skip. Like it it moved better than the other one, but it filled a lot of the holes. Yeah, the, the, like because they always felt like the, the 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 theatrical version, like you were missing something, you were, and there were big things that were you were missing out of it. So I want to kind of watch those three in a row and then just kind of get the overall experience. But yeah, I've watched I've watched the regular Batman versus Superman twice, and the second time I watched it, Do I realized you bleed? <laughs> <laughs> the second time I watched it, I realized that um I would it would be better off if Wonder Woman wasn't in it. Like, and mm. if she was going to be in it, um, she needed to be Wonder Woman from the beginning, not Diana. Like, it was just, it was, the end part was weird with her in it. It just made no sense. It was like they were forcing her there. Yeah. You know, so maybe the, the other thing will fix it up. I love Man of Steel. I love that movie. Yeah. And and the, the biggest part of that movie that I love is Zod. The dude who plays Zod, bro, he captures that. You're impressed and terrified at the same time. Well, he's the hero of his own story. Exactly. Yeah. It was so. Which is, which is what eventually Marvel ended up doing when they did Killmonger, is they made exactly they did the exact same thing. Yeah. It's so Zod was so good because if you weren't a fucking numbskull like some of these goddamn critics, you realize that if Krypton still existed, he would be a hero on Krypton. Yeah. Because for what he's doing, 
You know, he he just didn't give a fuck about humanity. We were like ants to him. He just wanted the planet for his own people. <laughs> you kind of can get where he's coming. He's almost like a Thanos almost. Yeah. Where he has this plan where you can't argue it won't <laughs> fix things. Right, right. It's just not nice. <laughs> you should do it. You know, I loved it. That time when he saw it, when he, uh, the first time he ever raised his fucking voice. Oh, he was talking to me. I was like, God, this is so good. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think I'm gonna do the same. I'm yeah, gonna watch him yeah. again as well. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that, and then just make sure I'm watching the the right cut. Um, lastly tonight, we I wanted to kind of, if you guys haven't heard of uh, Elon Lush, um, one, you're doing yourself a disservice. Elon Lush is hilarious. Um. He's basically a commentator on all things viral. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this this one I, I shared with uh with Adam was a great one because apparently A and E is doing a show about families adult uh adopting adult children. And this episode is particularly creepy because <laughs> Bro. I was like, what am I watching? I want to I want to see the wife's story. Like, I'm really like, I will really. She's the worst in the situation. Yeah. Because it's painfully obvious. So real quick, the whole thing is there's, I guess there's something where you can uh, quote unquote adopt someone from another country who's an adult. And then they come live with you. So the husband obviously just thinks this chick's hot and wants to fuck her. Yeah. And chick from like eastern block or something yeah she's and, 20 years old pregnant girl right and he's sent her here he's even making weird jokes like about what was he saying like i guess we won't sleep in the same bed or some stupid yeah. shit like real tongue-in-cheek shit and, and he's the wife also is just but, like, okay. but here's here's another thing too the guy has also cheated on his wife before right yeah and she's just an anti-feminist i guess because she's just fucking whatever you know and you can tell she doesn't like it but she won't say anything no it's so weird to me my wife bro (laughs) (laughs) my dick get cut off i try to do some stupid shit like that rightfully so yeah i mean it was it's the the thing is i linked the the video in the show notes so um apparently this is a new a and e show and uh he's like i mean he's hitting all the right notes like everything you say about this you're just like oh my god this is so cringe and like this, <laughs> what did he say? He goes, yeah. So she just, he got up at a chat and started talking to her and then caught the feels and the thought like, Hey, I could adopt her. <laughs> and then, you know, oh shit happens. You know, it's like, and the more and more you listen to it, the more you more you start going, I think that's the dude's end game. Yeah. Like he wants to be a Woody Allen kind of thing. Like, of course it is. But it isn't even a Woody Allen because this chick's an adult. Yeah, she's 20. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> it's like, it, I I think adoption's a weird word. It's You're basically sponsoring somebody. Yeah. Which makes more sense, I guess. But the difference is, is like, the reason why he's doing it. it it's just, it's obvious he just wants to bang this chick. Right. You know, and in that simplest form, fine, I get it. You want to bang a Russian chick or wherever the fuck she's from. Albania, I think, yeah. Albania, yeah. Uh, don't tell any Albanians. I just said Russian because they'll <laughs> all come for me. Um, 
Adam's but, Adam's address is. <laughs> um, I love Albania. Okay, couldn't find it on a map, but I love you guys. All right. Um, he is being so disrespectful to his wife. I know it's so blatant too. To a point that I wanted to hit him. Oh, I know. You know, I was like, "What the fuck is your your wife is right there?" There was a scene where they're they're talking. He's making the bed that this chick's gonna sleep in. And he's making jokes about like, oh, I'll try not to fall in love with her. That's not a fucking joke, dude. Like your wife seems to be the one who can't stand up for herself, but you should care enough to see that she's upset. <laughs> yeah, like it, you literally don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he literally goes out of his way to fucking like mock her. And I'm just like, and I was. In, he's essentially telling her, I'm going to fuck this girl. Right, right. But I'm just telling the TV that I'm, uh, you know, uh, you know, this is just all jokes, you know, and but it's like and there's a kid technically involved. Yeah, I expect I, in my vision of this video, I expected myself to appear in the back in the video, like just pop in the video and smack the fucker in the back of the head God, so and just be like, fucking knock it off, dude. It's like if you're going to do shit like that, why are you married? Let that let that woman go. Yeah. It's, you know, like let her live her life. You know, it's just fucking <laughs> I was angry. And the funny thing is Leon Lush is the best because he was also angry. Yeah. Like, he, he wasn't laughing like it was just the funniest thing in the world. He was like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> and then he was also getting on the woman too. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, yeah, he said all the same shit I just said. Yeah. Essentially. It's like, I love Leon, Leon Lush from Massachusetts and we don't have the same accent because we're not, I don't think we're obviously not from the same area. But he talks – He, I vibe with this dude. Like He has the same attitude towards shit. Like he's just like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? <laughs> like, what, what? Like, I watch all his shit. It's so funny, dude. What was that he, the video that we were talking – the video that we watched after that was the, um, the, uh, the racist Karen that pulls out a fucking whip and tries to whip that <laughs> black dude yeah. in the wheelchair? It's like a fucking – you know what it reminded me of too? My daughter watches this YouTube channel. My youngest daughter. She's nine. And occasionally she'll watch these. I think they're called Darby or Darby or something. And they're actually good. They they show like a a plausible situation. <laughs> Not a woman that randomly carries a no, whip in was, her purse. There was one. There was one where a woman came, a girl came in to a store and she was young, and she asked if she could buy like a nice dress or something. And the and the clerk was like, "But it's a pretty woman." Like the clerk was like, eh, eh, oh, right. I don't want to waste my time on you, blah, blah, blah. And then some other chick came in who looked more like yuppie or whatever. Mm -hmm. And come to find out that broad's credit card was wasn't going through. And um, the other clerk got the commission off the kid because the kid was like an influencer. So it's basically they're just little moral stories. Right. I've watched them all with her. <laughs> you know, that's probably the worst one to give an example to. But whatever. <laughs> Um, but this is basically that same structure, but it's horrifyingly <laughs> bad. Like they're trying to show racism. Darby has a few on racism as well, but it's well done. It's tasteful. It shows real situations and how you should handle them. Um, this one had a woman who just <laughs> casually walked by and saw two um Black kids playing basketball. One was on in a, a wheelchair. Ball. One was in a wheelchair. One was in a wheelchair because we got to get a little bit more sympathy. And I don't know. How do you play? How does a, someone who can walk? 
I wonder if the now I'm getting caught like because I know they have like a a a wheelchair basketball league. Do you have to like adjust the rules or I don't know whatever. I think so, you're getting caught up in the semantics. I always do. <laughs> um, she starts saying some like off just outlandishly racist shit. Like it's 1843. <laughs> okay, this chick. I was I. It was one of those things where I'm watching her and it was so shocking. I stopped breathing. You ever do that? Yeah. Where you're just like, and they go, "Oh shit, what the <laughs> fuck?" Like it was out. And her acting's horrible too. It was out oh, of yeah. control. It's like, what am I watching? Django Unchained? Like, calm down. So then, I, I don't remember if it was the next day or the same day. She pulls a whip. <laughs> Like a literal whip. And I said that's a little on the nose, isn't it? Like she pulls a whip out of her purse and starts cracking this bitch. Then the mom comes up like, How don't you dare my baby? I was gonna hurt my baby. And uh-huh. I'm saying it's one of those things where you watch and you just left scratching your head. Oh my like, god. Like what the fuck? who thought this was okay? There are multiple people involved in the production of this. <laughs> and you know the sad thing is, I guarantee you. It was those, like, pick me white women that made it. Yeah. Like, those types that are like, I hate all other white people because they did so much to, you know, like the self hating people, you know, who don't really quite understand what they're doing. Or the, or, or the, the white people that have to explain to minorities where the racism is. Right. Right. Or, or like, (laughs) I've seen that. I've seen, I've had that happen in front of me. Yeah. There was this black guy. It was on TV, and they they were asking him. It was on the internet or something, but he was being interviewed, and, and this white woman was asked him, "What do you think about?" Um, oh no no no! Ha! Ah, perfect example. They were interviewing Little Wayne. <laughs> Little Wayne's obviously black, and they were they were asking him about racism. Everyone there. There's three people there. Those three people are white, and there's Little Wayne. Lil Wayne's fine. He's comfortable. He doesn't, you know, Lil Wayne doesn't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> but they asked him, what do you think about the racism that you, and they sh- they framed it as in the racism you've had to deal with in your life. And he says, I don't, I've never had to deal with racism in my life. And they're like, yeah, well, obviously you have. So, and, the, <laughs> and he, he actually gave, when Lil Wayne is, is focusing he actually he's not dumb, you know, so he was he said that he's been privileged and rich for so long that people don't disrespect him. So he can't speak on that. He says he says all he knows personally is that when he looks out at his crowd at his shows, it's mostly white people. Yeah. You know, he says so for him, he can't speak on that. Because he doesn't experience that. And he, he basically said racism is, is – is, most racism tends to be classism. Like that's basically what he was saying. I'm, I'm paraphrasing and I'm, I'm not speaking for Lil Wayne, but that's what he said. These people were viciously – no, that's not what you think. No. And he's <laughs> like – they just wanted him to say I hate white people so yeah. bad. You know, and it was it's, – it's so fucking weird. Like stop being such a pick-me. Let – Black people, Hispanics, anyone. Let everyone have their own thoughts. <laughs> like You don't need to tell them what they need to think. That's the worst kind of racism. You're not smart <laughs> enough to come up with an idea. Okay? Right. 
So I'm going to tell you what to think. Exactly. Like, shut the fuck up. That's horrifying. I'd rather I'd rather a white person say the N word every sentence <laughs> than do that to people. Like, stop it. Oh, man. Um, at work last week, um, I I was at home and then I got a text message from one of my coworkers goes, Hey, you know, the, that, that, um, that guy that does the, um, song Sunflower from, uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. He's like, it was just in the store. And then me and this other guy goes, uh, Post Malone. He was in this. Like, no, 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 not him. The other guy, the other rapper on there was like, Oh, okay. Now we don't care. <laughs> Who's the other rapper? There is, there is, there is a guy, um, Post Malone just does the chorus in that song. Yeah, but it, um, the other rap, it, I can't post Malone song. <laughs> yeah, I know. Most that's the only reason people know it is because he's in it. So it's like that's. Let me look it up real quick. <laughs> but I can't remember his name. Yeah. But he spent like Swali. Yeah, he spent like eight hundred bucks in our store, and uh, and I was like, and we were all like, "Damn, dude, we got you got us all excited there for a second. I was about to like, you know, go run back over to the store. <laughs> Good check. Swali. Yeah. Is known for Sunflower, I think. I don't know. He's in that new, the new kind of rap that I don't listen to, so I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, but yeah, but that's the first thing when he said that everybody went Post Malone. <laughs> Post Malone? <laughs> like, no, no, no. The other dude. Oh, Do you know Post Malone plays Magic the Gathering on YouTube. Like Post Malone is a very interesting person. In the way that he's one of those people that just doesn't give a fuck and does whatever he wants to do. And I always respect people like that. Like he dresses the way he wants, whether you like it or not. Yeah. He does whatever the fuck he wants. He plays Magic the Gathering with these group of people sometimes. Like every time a new set comes out, there's a video that I need to watch. I haven't watched it yet on the new set. And they're doing game testing. And there's a bunch of random people from like Wizards of the Coast. And post Malone. <laughs> and I found out that they at first they weren't even paying him. He just loves Magic the Gathering. And then he did a he did a concert on YouTube where he sung a bunch of Nirvana songs. And it was real it was chill and laid back and he just he just loved pretty sure it was Nirvana. <laughs> and he was just doing that. I'm like, this dude's all right, man. You can't hate post Malone. Like you just can't. You can make fun of him sometimes. You can't hate him. Come on. I saw this video of um, Billie Eilish doing, um, and she's doing her European concert and she's walking on stage and she's, and then all of a sudden she gets hit in the head with like a bra. And then she looks at the audience. She goes, I told you don't be throwing stuff. And then she picks up the bra and she looks at it. She goes, actually, this might fit. <laughs> <laughs> she got in trouble recently. Cause um, for nothing, because uh, Kanye was mad. I don't oh. know why we listened to him. Uh, but she she was at a show, and I guess someone in the audience got hurt or something, and she stopped. And she said, wait, you know, get that person help. Yeah, she made Which a Travis. not the first person to do that. She There's, made a Travis Scott comment, I think, was was why. So, she, so here's the thing. She didn't make a Travis Scott con- comment. She was responding to her audience, and she says, no, we don't start until – my fans are okay. That's all she said. Kanye West turned it into a Travis Scott comment because this white bitch. <laughs> and and everyone, pretty much no one was on his side. Of and everyone said, 
she didn't make a comment to Travis Scott. However, it does. If you compare the two, Travis Scott's trash. <laughs> so, I mean, that's why you're mad. You know? And she she didn't say anything. She just ignored it, which is what you should do. Right, exactly. If people are trying to fuck with you, don't say anything unless you legitimately did something wrong and then you apologize once and, and then you move the fuck on. While we are on Kanye just for this last last oh, second, God. that chick he's with? He's what? with another chick? Someone's trying to get a check, dude. Come on. Dude, you you haven't seen the chick that he's dating right now? No, I'm, oh I'm my, looking it up right yeah, now. Yeah, dude, I'm like, I even told one of the guys at work, and he's like, bro, like, what the hell are we doing? I go, you know. Oh, Amber Rose? No, he's not dating her. Oh, I see him with Amber Rose. Oh, no, it's not. Some That's old white chick, She's she just looks all sorts of trashy. I was like, going, you know Kim is over there looking like, oh, somebody's fucking just, this is the this is the rebound chick, you know? Why Why can't I find... Venetra? No. Maybe. Uh, let me double check real quick. Um, uh, oops. It's got to be somebody looking for a check. That's all. That's all I know. <laughs> Kanye girlfriend, twenty twenty two. I got the song flower song stuck in my head. <laughs> that's a good uh, song, dude. Oh, here she is. Oh, Julia Fox. Yeah, Julia Fox. Yeah. Why is he in a ski? What's with the ski mask trend now? I have no People clue. People look fucking retarded. He looks interesting. Um, she looks interesting. I don't. I don't even know what to say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, at this point, and and somebody made a good point, and I agree with it. Like he said, look, Kanye West is is weird. We can make fun of him all he wants. However. This is a glaring lens into how American society treats mental illness because he does have mental problems. Oh, yeah. And and I think it was Kim that said he stopped taking his meds. Yeah. And we are just all laughing at him and we're all doing it. Because it's it is what it is. It's how the media puts it on there. And he's just he's the clown of the hour, you know, and also too, Kanye West is so rich. What are you going to do? You're going to tell him, hey, man should really tone it down and you know i'm sure he's got people trying to tell him that right now <laughs> you know oh yeah so post malone nirvana tribute it was a live stream and he did it in a dress in honor of kurt cobain who once performed in oh, yeah, a dress he did per perform in a dress. um and it was really good i watched the whole thing because i'm a big fan of nirvana because listen i'm a 90s kid okay <laughs> i hear a lot of people talking shit about grunge nowadays Somebody said online, they go, I don't know why people hype up Pearl Jam, worst singer I've ever seen. I said, you're a fucking idiot. Jesus. Eddie Vedder was a fucking gem. I, I, I mean, I like Nirvana, but I do think they were overrated. And you're right. But Nirvana. And 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 Kurt Cobain killed rock. We, we established that right. last week. He absolutely <laughs> did. Nirvana changed Nirvana's a big deal because of their influence, not so much their music. Yeah. It's it's kind of a thing. I like their stuff because it's you had to be there kind of music because if a lot of kids listen to it now the beats kind of cool or whatever, it's very angsty, but it isn't the most complicated rock you've ever heard. It's very simple. Yeah. 
you know, he's had some pretty good songs that weren't on the radio. Um, my one of my favorite songs he ever sung is not even his song, um, but it was on the. Uh, remember when MTV did the Unplugged? Oh yeah. So he he was on the Unplugged album, Nirvana's Unplugged album. It's the last song, and it's it's a song. Where Where did you sleep last night? Mm-hmm. And it's sung by an African American man, I think, in the 30s, like way back. And it, it's just a dude where his chick cheated on him, and he's saying, "Don't lie to me. Where did you sleep last night?" And it was just so powerful because he had an amazing voice, you know, but I thought so anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he overhyped. Yes. They only had three albums. Yeah. And the second album seemed like they were going to get better. However, I think he was pretty destined to just die. Yeah. And let's keep it real. He was a train wreck. Yeah, he was. And an asshole. Yeah. Because he was a train wreck. <laughs> and then when Courtney, you know, Courtney Love killed him, I mean, it just, it was bound to happen. It was getting better. <laughs> and then, oh, it was getting better and then Courtney Love just killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Courtney. <laughs> by, the, by the way, we did an episode on that. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks guys for tuning in. Uh, we're trying to stay ad free, which keeps us editorially independent, but we can only do that with your support. So to help us out, head over to lazygeeks.com and click on that donate button. It's just waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't <laughs> help us out with cash, it's cool. You know, it's whatever. Gas, whatever. Huh. <laughs> Broke ass. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it smelled broken here. <laughs> For only pennies a day, you too can support. <laughs> only podcast. pennies a day, you can sponsor any podcast. <laughs> you could also help us out uh, by recommending the show to your friends and review the show on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, wherever you can, really. Um, fucking write it on a stop sign. That's, I seem to always notice when things are on stop signs. <laughs> right. I don't know why. I, I think you, it doesn't belong. You want to be, like, dude, you want to be, you want to um, really fuck with people? Print up pieces of paper like those lost and found ones and just put our podcast on it and then have those little, stri- those little strips hanging from it and just put it on telephone poles around your town. <laughs> I would be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> uh, you can check out our other show on the Lazy Geeks Network, The Away Team, which is our Star Trek-centric podcast. We recap each episode of Star Trek in canonical order with a bit of a twist. We're halfway through season three, pretty much uh, uh, one and a half seasons left of Enterprise before we move on to, uh, I guess it'd be Discovery after this. Yeah. Um, so that you can find that wherever you found this one. If you have suggestions, comments, questions queries whatever <laughs> hit us up on social media facebook twitter and instagram and friendster and myspace <laughs> all under at the lazy geeks or email us thegeeks at the lazy um or or at compuserve.net <laughs> let us know okay i'll fire up the ibm app tiva <laughs> i'll pull it up on my uh my pippin and right. then we'll get it going. Netscape Navigator, <laughs> directly to it. Okay. All right. Well, that is it for us this week. So until next time, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. We're we're thinking, so you don't have to. Mm-hmm.